Welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Wise tales from storytellers from around the world which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended from ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello, how are you doing? I hope if you're in lockdown you're keeping your spirits up. This week Peter Chand will share a story from India about a bullying crow and a clever little sparrow. This story is called a chain story, which means that there's lots of repetition which helps you to memorise it. Maybe you could try memorising one of our stories, especially if you're in lockdown and you've got a little bit more time on your hands. Have a quick think about which story you'd like to memorise while we hear from our sponsors. Hello, super great kids. Are you sitting comfortably? Here's Peter Chand to share a story from India about a crow and a clever little sparrow. So Banati was a crow and Banati was a bully. And Banati used to torment all those other birds in the forest that were smaller than him. So one day he'd caught himself a beautiful little sparrow. He tied it up and he was about to gobble it up when the sparrow said, No, Banati, please, please listen, I pray to Mahaganga the river Ganges, which is a special river in India. And if you're going to eat me, then at least purify, at least wash your beak first. And then I'll probably taste even better. And Banati thought, hmm, eating something with a purified beak. I've never done that before. So off he went to Mahaganga, the river. And instead of putting his wings together in respect and lowering his head, what did Banati, the bully, the rude crow do? Hey, Gangaloo, Gangaloo, Gangaloo. Give me some of your water. My water, Banati? What do you want my water for? So I can clean and purify my beak and then I'll eat that delicious sparrow. Tasty, tasty. Hi, hi. I'm not going to give you my water. This is special sacred waters. People use these in religious ceremonies. No, no, no. You have to go to the potter. Ask him for a pot. I'll fill that up with water and then you can dip your beak in there, clean it and do what you need to do. So off Banati went to the potter. And once again, rudely, hey, hey, Potter, give me one of your pots so I can get some water from Ma Gunga. Fill it up and dip my beak in there, purify it, and I can gobble up that delicious sparrow. Tasty, tasty, hi, hi. And the Potter says, well, he says, I've got no clay. I'm completely out of clay. What you need to do is you need to go and see the deer. Ask the deer to give you one of its antlers. I can use the antler then to dig up some fresh clay and I'll make you a pot. So off Banati went to the deer. Dear, he said, sitting there doing nothing. Give me one of your antlers so I can give that to the potter who can dig up clay, make me a lovely pot. I'll give that to Margunga. She'll put water in there, fill it up and dip my beak in there, purify it and I can gobble up that delicious sparrow. Tasty, tasty, hi, hi. And the deer says, are you strong enough, Banati, to break off one of these antlers? I don't think so. Go and ask the dog, that strong dog, and he'll be able to snap off my antler. So he went to the dog, 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 Stop chasing your tail around, you stupid animal. Listen, go, he says, and get the antler from the deer for me. You're strong enough. And the dog says, well, uh, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten. I'm really hungry. I haven't got enough energy. If you can get me some nice fresh milk, and then I'd have enough strength, and I'd do that job for you. Ask the cow. 
So the cow was just sitting there and the grass-eyed cow just sitting there doing nothing, wasting the time and whew, swatting flies on your backside with your tail. Give me some of your nice juicy milk so I can give that to the dog who will have enough strength who will then be able to break off the antler and I'll give that antler to the potter who will dig up the clay. He'll make me a pot with that clay. I'll give that to Ma Gunga. She'll fill it up with water. I'll purify my beak and I'll eat that delicious sparrow. Tasty, tasty. Hi, hi. And the cow says, I'd love to give you some milk, Banati, but uh, I've just fed my calf and I've got no milk in my udders now. If you got me some juicy grass, that would help me produce some milk. So off he went, off he went to the gardener. Hey gardener, don't pretend you're working. Don't pretend you're there tending the roses. Give me some juicy grass so I can give that to the cow. The cow can eat it, produce some milk. The milk I'll give to the dog, he'll have enough strength. He'll break off the antler of the deer. I'll give that antler to the potter. He'll dig up some clay, make me a beautiful pot. I'll give that pot to Margunga. She'll fill it up with water. I'll purify my beak and then I can eat that delicious marrow. Tasty, tasty, hi, hi. And the gardener said, I'd love to help you, Bunati, but I haven't got a sickle. You know, one of those curved blades to cut the grass. Go and ask the blacksmith. So he went to the blacksmith. And once again, he was rude to that blacksmith who was hammering away the metal in his workshop. Oi, 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 blacksmith, make me a sickle. Make me a sickle so I can cut some grass. I can give that grass to the cow. The cow will produce some milk. The milk I'll give to the dog. The dog will then have strength after he drinks that milk. He'll break off the antler of the deer. The antler I'll give to the potter who will use it to dig up the clay. Make a lovely pot which I'll give to Marganga. She'll fill with water. I'll purify my beak and I can eat that delicious, delicious sparrow. Tasty, tasty. Hi, hi. And the blacksmith said, very well. And he started hammering away, hammering away, heating up the metal to make a sickle, you know, one of those curved blades to cut the grass. And the blacksmith was a clever old blacksmith because when it was there, curved and turned and red hot, he says, Banati, would you like a red sickle or a black sickle? Now, if Banati had asked for a black sickle, well, the blacksmith, he would have dipped that sickle in the water and cooled it down. But of course, Bernati said, hmm, well, I've got black feathers already, so, so give me the red sickle. So taking a pair of metal tongues, the blacksmith, he took that red hot sickle and said, here you are. And what did Bernati do? Opened his beak and put it in his mouth. It burned so much, he flew off, flew off into the sky and left that forest forever. News soon spread. News soon spread that the bully, the horrible bully, the tormentor of the birds, had gone. They went to his nest and they found that poor sparrow there hungry and thirsty. They undid its binding and they fed him and gave him water. And when that sparrow was strong enough, well, it flew off into the sky. And as it flew high, high, high into the sky, you could hear it singing, Zindabad Ma Ganga, Zindabad Ma Ganga, long live Ma Ganga. Long live my Ganga. That bird was free, like all birds should be. Very glad they got rid of that bully in the story. Thanks for listening, particularly to all our followers in Sydney. Now, a quick dip into my bag of happies. Lots of lovely pictures sent into our Facebook page this week at facebook.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories. So thanks to Arliss, age six, for her picture of Mrs Rabbit and the Fox. 
and thanks to Linley, who is eight, for his lovely imaginative picture of the boy who used his head. And thanks to four-year-old Ruby from Arkansas for a lovely picture of the mouse bridegroom. A big thanks to all the grown-ups who are supporting us on Apple Podcasts. And to all of you who've given a donation on Ko-fi, Ruby, Ariana, Jodie and Erica. If you'd like to support us, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, where you can listen ad-free, get early access to the next story and get one super great bonus story a month. Or you can go to ko-fi.com forward slash super great kids stories and give a one-off payment. And finally, thank you to all of you who've been saying such kind things about us on Apple Reviews. Jaden, whose favourite story is The Whistling Giants, four-year-old Amelia, who likes all the animal stories, and Willow, who says she can't choose her favourite because she loves them all. And thanks, too, to Jodie and Erica and Isadora. And stay tuned. It's our first birthday coming up in a couple of weeks and we're going to celebrate with some exciting surprises which we'll tell you about next week. Thank you, and thank you all for listening. See you soon. Keep telling those stories.